On today's episode of Made in Order, we talk about song number six off the first Iron Maiden album, Strange World. Oh, welcome to Made in Order, my Iron Maiden podcast. I talk about each Maiden song from their first one to the last. Every single episode's devoted to one song. So I hope that you keep listening. They really aren't that long. Welcome back to 1980, everybody. Welcome back to 40 Years Ago, where today we will talk about song number six off the first Iron Maiden album, Strange World, written by Steve Harris, at least in the credits. There are some um, contradicting arguments out there about who actually wrote this song. We'll talk about that. Um, this is off the first Iron Maiden album, so the lineup for this song is Paul Diano on lead vocals, Steve Harris on bass, Dave Murray on guitars, Dennis Stratton on guitars, and Clive Burr on the drums. It was produced by Will Malone, again, his only Iron Maiden album, and it was released in February 8th, 1980, United Kingdom by EMI Records and United States by Harvest and Capital Records. It was not released as a single, and in fact is the only Iron Maiden song on this album that was never re-recorded uh, either on a live album or a studio album or a B-side or a best of. There is no recording of this song with Bruce Dingitson on vocals. So every Iron Maiden release you're going to hear from this song is with Mr. Paul Diano singing. If this song doesn't prove to you um, how good of a singer Paul Diano can be, um, nothing will. Nothing will ever change that argument for you because he sounds great in this song. Um, I have some notes that I, I took about this song. Uh, but first, why don't we go through the lyrics? I love going through the lyrics of the song, and then we'll kind of talk about uh, who, who wrote these lyrics. Mm, interesting, interesting to see. So it's just two verses, uh, really, unless you count the ooh baby uh, at the end, which I don't really count. A lot of instrumental um, moments in this song. But let's go to the first verse. There's no chorus. Uh, the only place where you can dream, living here is not what it seems. Ship of white, light in the sky, nobody there to reason why. Here I am, I am not really there, smiling faces ever so rare. Let's walk in deepest space. Living here just isn't the place. Um, to me, this just sounds like some fancy poetry, like a young guy trying to sound deep. Um, and I don't know how much... 
I don't really get much out of it. I was looking at Genius.com. They like to they like to sometimes have notes about um, who did what for or what the lyrics might mean. And they were like, oh, this maybe it's about vampires. Maybe it's about doing drugs. And it's like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just guessing. Uh, the first, the second verse, stalks of light come from the ground. When I cry, there isn't a sound. All my feelings cannot be held. I'm happy in my strange new world. Well, that doesn't rhyme, but at least strange world is said in it. Shades of green grass is twine. Girls drinking plasma wine. A look of love, a dream unfolds. Living here, you'll never grow old. Interesting. Let's just take a moment to, to listen to the great Paul Diano before we continue. I can't get anything out of this song as far as the lyrics, reading them. To me, it just seems like it's a dude who's, um, you know, they, they talk about in the notes. Maybe it's about vampires because they talk about drinking plasma wine. And this song came right after Transylvania. It's like you're just looking to you're you're, you're trying to make something uh, um, out of it that I don't think is there. I don't think there's much there, to be honest with you. I think it's hippy dippy trying to sound cool. And, uh, you know, this is coming out of the 70s. And that's all I get out of it. It's just it's 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 all about the melody, and the lyrics are just um, they're 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 not that important to be honest with you, but um, they are still they're nice lyrics. It's just there's no real story I'm getting out of it, except a guy kind of you know in some sort of maybe I don't know hazy. I don't know. I can't get much out of it. Dogs of light come from the ground. When I cry, there isn't a sound. I just picture a guy writing on his notebook uh, these lyrics and thinking, oh, blimey, these are bloody hell great. But but who wrote these lyrics? That is, that is the question. So the song is credited to Mr. Steve Harris. Um, and actually, the, before I talk about the lyrics... Um, this is the only album with Dennis Stratton on the guitar. And Steve Harris actually made a note or said this about Dennis. Uh, Dennis was so much more into playing stuff like Strange World than he was into playing th- songs like Iron Maiden or Prowler uh, because it was more slow, melodic. Uh, when he was soloing on one of the heavier songs, you could see that he quite he didn't have quite the same passion. So this, remember, Dennis Stratton kind of tried to add... Um, was it into Phantom of the Opera? He tried to add some melodies that they didn't like. And it seems like he did like playing these kind of songs, but these songs were few and far between for Iron Maiden. This is almost like a ballad, right? This, and, and I hate to say that as a kid, I didn't listen to the song as much. I didn't appreciate the song as much. Um, I used to come, I think I used to pass over it from time to time. And I feel like a real dope because it is such a nice song. It's not only just a great song and a good song, but it's also a nice song. Like, you can just kind of listen to it and enjoy it. It's got the metal guitars. It's got some cool solos in it, but it's got a groove, and it's just got a nice melody. Uh, But who wrote the words to that melody? Well, although the song was credited to Steve Harris solely, Paul Day, also known as Paul Mario Day, 
the band's original vocalist from 1975 to 1976, asserted that he also contributed to writing that song. In a 2019 Blabbermouth.net article, uh, they mention that four years ago, over four years ago, this before in the article, so this would be five or six years ago, uh, the singer suggested in an online post that he had co-written Strange World but was never credited for the contributions. He wrote at the time, This is my opinion. When I sang in Iron Maiden, it was a new pub band and nobody wanted to see or hear them. We were all nobodies, all trying to make the best music we could and fighting for an audience. In 1976, photos, recordings were next to impossible to have if you were poor boys from East London, so I cannot prove I wrote the words and melodies for Strange World. As of before the time of albums and recording deals, I would say it was creative theft. Not deliberate, as probably I would have done the same thing myself to keep it clean and simple. I think, however, if it made me a mega amount of money in the future, I would have done the right thing and made amends. As back then we were all pulling for the same side and it still hurts to think the first ever song I ever composed was on a big selling album and nobody knows it was me. Not to mention how I scraped to earn a living while Mr. Harris is living like a god. So it certainly sounds to me like this guy is saying he wrote the lyrics or wrote the song Strange World for the band Iron Maiden that he was in when he left the band, when he was uh, removed from the band, however you want to say, Iron Maiden kept the song, they put it on the album, and say Steve Harris put his name on the song. That is what he is saying. Or that is what he said at the time. And my guess is he probably did have something to do with writing the lyrics to the song. I don't know if he wrote the music. Um, but later on, uh, in that same article... They talk about a recent interview with Danish webzine Power of Metal. There was an interview with done by Mr. Chris Galea where he was asked about songs that um, were on the first album that may have been written while he was in the band. Okay, um, in the, the first album of I Maiden, um, you know what tracks there are in, that, in the yeah. first album. Which of those uh, songs were written during the periods you were with Iron Maiden? These are the names I'm of the songs that drop your memory. Yeah. Well, Running Free was definitely new. Remember Tomorrow. So those were came no, after you. They come after me. So after you. Um, Remember Tomorrow, Running Free, Phantom of the Opera, Charlotte the Harlot. Then okay. They they followed me. Okay, so Strange World, for example, was written when, when you were with the band. Yeah, yeah. That's something I don't really talk about anymore, if you don't mind. Okay. That's, that's, all, that's all good. That's all finished with. That's happy. That's good. Okay. In, in fact, I've spoken to ex-members of I Maiden who were with the band before the first album. And I, I sensed all of them had a sense of bitterness for being under-acknowledged. I can't speak for anyone else. I mean, um, anyway, not not yeah, now. It's yeah. I mean, I can't speak for them, but but I'm talking about the present because because mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've I've had this discussion and yeah, everything's fine as far as that's concerned. I don't really want to go down that road. 
you know, if, if that's go, go weird. Okay, that's, that's fine with me. Sounds to me like this guy has some sort of argument with this song and made a bit of a stink about it, which he has the right to do. Uh, and at some point, Iron Maiden took care of him. Steve Harris took care of him. That's my guess, because he's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about that anymore. It's all taken care of, which means he was either compensated or credited or something, some sort of settlement. This, and I guess I have no idea. No, no, I could be making it up completely. I could be completely wrong. But it seems like he was like, oh, that's not really something I talk about anymore, if you don't mind. He didn't say he couldn't talk about it, so I could be wrong. Um, maybe something happened where he was completely shown that he didn't write it at all. Like he was like, Oh, I didn't do that. And he was like, I can't talk about it anymore because they're going to sue him. I have no idea. All I know is, you know, Iron Maiden is a giant conglomerate and this guy is, um, I don't know what he is. He's just a former singer from 40 plus years ago. But if he did have any stake in claiming this song that's real, you hope that they took care of him and made things right. Um... But it's like, oh, I, I, part of me is like wants uh, this guy to be wrong and for Steve Harris to be right. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't like, I don't love being like, oh, I guess Steve took credit for the song that maybe he didn't have credit for or full credit for. I don't know. Um, I'm just kind of throwing it all out there as um, from what I've got from that interview. Uh, again, that's powerofmetal.dk if you want to check their website out. I did do a little digging on YouTube looking for any clip, any audio with Paul Day um, singing vocals. And I thought I found something because at first this video says that it was uh, Paul Day and vocals. And then someone commented, no, I think it's Dennis. And it's a rehearsal. And I was like, wait, Dennis Stratton was singing because they didn't have a singer at the time. And I completely kept reading the comments and I realized that um, it was Dennis Wilcox. So in, in December 2016, a YouTube channel called The Legacy Project posted a 35 second video of a 1977 unheard rehearsal recording of Strange World. It was recorded by Thunderstick, you know, Thunderstick, the drummer at the time. Uh, the video originally credits Paul Day with writing. Oh, the video credits Paul Day with writing the lyrics but it was actually Dennis Wilcox singing. Uh, he was the man between two Pauls. He came after Paul Mario Day. He was there for a couple of years right before Paul Diano took over and the band kind of started their, um, their rise. But uh, I'm not going to talk about a 35-second clip and not play it. pretty cool to hear uh but that really i don't consider that a um a live version uh that's just a rehearsal version that comes way before the album uh i also have another version i'd like to share with you that came before the album version as well it's not live uh but it is from the 79 soundhouse tapes which you're gonna hear um they sound a little different 
usually these soundhouse tapes always sound a little different than the live than the original uh, album recording. You can just tell the difference. I'm going to skip uh, you know the preamble part and just kind of get right to the uh, the meat of the song. The only place where you can dream living here is not what it seems. Ship away, light in the sky. Nobody there to reason why. Here I am, I'm not really there. Smiling face. Though I do prefer the uh, the album version, I do love the part where he's like, "Here I am, I'm not really there." I just I love whenever um, Paul exerts himself vocally um, while staying melodic. Love it. Now, as I said, uh, you know there are no recordings or live version recordings or studio recordings at all that I could find of Bruce Dickinson singing this song. So I, the only live versions I found is with uh, uh, Mr. Paul Diano. Uh, this first one is from The Rainbow uh, back in June 1980. This is all according to the YouTube video, which I'm taking as fact. Here is actually a better sounding, much better sounding uh, live version that was featured on the full uh, Made in Japan album. I only had the EP that I got at a record store in the States, uh, but it looks like there was a full album over in Japan, and that's where this version of Strange World comes from. This is such a cool song live. Like you feel like the crowd would be into it. Um, but for some reason, after 1981, this song was never sung live again. Now, I literally just thought of this now, but the conspiracy uh, theory in me is that 
Well, because if they kept singing it live, maybe they'd have to credit Paul Day more. I don't know. This is me completely just, I literally just thought of this now. Like, why wouldn't they be singing this song? Um, that is a reason. That's a thought. I don't know. Um, but the cool thing is in the, the not the cool thing, the, the first uh, live version I played for you from um, from Rainbow, um, Paul Diano, someone wrote, he made a mistake. Then people are coming. It's not a mistake. It's artistic. No, I believe it was a mistake. He's saying the first verse twice. I believe that Paul Diano did that uh, mistakenly. So as I said, uh, Bruce has never sung this song again for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it still wasn't played live over the years. Uh, in fact, Paul Diano had no problem playing it live uh, when I saw him uh, in Massachusetts, Foxborough, Massachusetts, many years ago. And I have a um, clip of him where he it's not tuned down at all. This is from 2012. And I think, you know, he doesn't look great, but my God, I think he sounds great in this video from 2012. Walk in deepest space. Living here just isn't the place. I thought he sounded good. He sounded like Paul to me. So when I usually look for cover versions, I just go to YouTube. And it's pretty easy usually. Every time you type in a song, you'll find different versions of cover songs from different bands over the years. Sometimes they do them on their own. Sometimes they're for tribute albums. And with Strange World, it wasn't um, as easy as I thought it would be. It seemed like most of the stuff that I was finding was homemade stuff, you know, like people um, doing, you know, guitar parts or, you know, just um, playing along with the song itself. Uh, but I did find two that I wanted to share with you. The first one is from literally, um, I'm almost positive they're just a local like band that made their own MySpace page. They have a MySpace page that hasn't been updated in a million years. The video itself, I think, was posted in 2008. Uh, and the name of the band is called Soul Cleanse, which is a shitty name. But um, they did a pretty good job with the cover.
Did anyone else get like a weird Edwin McCain vibe with that dream glass is fine? I don't know. Something about that just reminded me of Edwin McCain. If you if, look him up, if you don't know who that is. Uh, but that is Soul Cleanse, which I don't know. It seems like they that might have been recorded like on GarageBand for all I know. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. It was worth playing because there wasn't a lot to find. Um, I did, however, find another um, cover that I wanted to share with you. Once again, it is off um, A Call to Arms, a tribute to Iron Maiden. And the name of this band is called Evoken, which to me, already it's like one of these bands where you're like, we are... We are death incarnate. We are Evoken. So you look up Evoken on Wikipedia, and uh, it says Evoken is an American funeral doom metal band from Limehurst, New Jersey. Linhurst, Linhurst, New Jersey. Evoken is one of the earliest U.S. doom death metal bands that are still active today, along with November's doom in Rigor Sardonicus. I assume those are all bands. Um, at least they don't have like weird names like Esmeralda or some like made up name. I mean, it is, they're just, you know, regular dude names. They were originally known as Funerists or Funarius and Osmodius. Uh, but then, uh, they became, uh, Evoken. Uh, something has been evokened. Uh, they've been around for a long time, had a long, a lot of members in their band, three, four, five, six. They have six albums, and then they um, did this cover of uh, Strange World, which I don't really like at all. I'm sorry, the uh, the monotone of that voice lulled me to sleep. Um, so I don't have really any experience with uh, Funeral Doom Metal, which apparently is its own Wikipedia page, or Doom Metal. But um, I do know at this point, right now, I am not a fan, uh, and I do not like it. It's just like, I'm, I'm down here. Hello, and welcome to this new... Strange world. Not for me, not for me. Uh, but look, if you like that kind of stuff, cool, good for you. And I, I wanted to share it because it is, it's different. At least they did something different. Soul Cleanse, which is a terrible name, and the singer, you know, it sounds a little too polished, or he's trying to be polished. Um, they just did a, a straight up cover um, where this is almost like a reimagination through the eyes of Evoken. Something has been evoked, and it's my distaste for doom metal. 
So that is it. I think we covered just about everything uh, that I am able to cover. If I missed anything, I'm sure I did. You can find me on Twitter and you can tell me uh, all the mistakes I made at Maiden Podcast. Um, every clip that I played will be included in the show notes so you can um, find the YouTube videos for these and listen to the full versions of the song. I want to thank everybody who's been listening and subscribing. You've, if you've the first time you find us, you can find us at uh, fanslotexperts.com slash maiden or uh, anchor.fm slash maiden. You can subscribe to us everywhere podcasts are available, iTunes, Spotify. It's not even called iTunes anymore. What is it? Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts for the few people who do that. Uh, any podcast app pretty much you can find us on. And you can, of course, just go to anchor.fm slash maiden to... Uh, Find all the places where you can link to us. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, my name is Mike, and this is Made in Order. And I will see you again in a couple weeks. Up the irons! Fans not experts.